Again, I think you're just a fucking lightweight. But. Not a fucking well, lightweight. Well, he took in two grams of caffeine in four hours. Yeah, that's pussy shit, Not even. too. No, they were all monsters. It was only like 600 milligrams. It yeah. wasn't even that much. Yeah, well, you better have got a decent buzz off it. I got a car accident over that fucking monster. Yeah, you, she did. Oh, that's right. I did you forget about, about it? I just forgot that you got that why it took you guys so long to get there. Yeah, and here we come back and he's like, what fucking took you guys so long? I'm like, I got a fucking car accident. Calm down. Yeah, it's like when I got hit by Chipotle. Sucks to suck, huh? That's the first you, thing we both said. You we're said, like, shit, Josh is so going to laugh about you this. You sent me to get Chipotle. I get in a car accident. We send you to get Monster. It's even now. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast. Hey, this is Josh Pearson. Performance specialist with the complete athlete. This is Cole Warren. Certified USAPL club coach and owner of Salutum Health and Performance. Each week, Cole and Josh will take you through training techniques and tips, talk to athletes and fitness professionals to educate and motivate you for your fitness goals. Plus, you'll follow the journeys of Team Salutum Powerlifting and Get Complete Athletes. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast is brought to you by Salutum Health and Performance. Take your full power potential to a new level. Online powerlifting coaching. Customized programming to fit your individual needs and goals. Access to a coach 24-7. Whether you need a quick form check or a full program, Salutum Health and Performance has one goal in mind, taking you to the next level. Got a meet coming up? Ask about on-site coaching. Join the team that's setting records across the powerlifting community. Team Salutum Powerlifting with Salutum Health and Performance. Online at SalutumHP.com. SalutumHP.com. And now, the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. So we're all doing shots of Utopia. Oh, there's extra yeah. caffeine in here? Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I need all I can get today, dude. Two cups of coffee. I was up late watching the fights last night. Yeah? Any good? Yeah, they were fucking really good, except mm. for the John Jones fight kind of sucked. What? Did he suck or what? Or did he, he just, just So the guy, the guy who is fighting against Tiago Santos is yep. like a really big knockout puncher guy, like just has incredible power. Right. So John was kind of playing cautious and as he should and in quotes smart as, like he said as he should but it was just it wasn't it was just kind of a boring fight and I honestly thought that Tiago Santos should have gotten the nod just okay. because he was throwing more and being a little bit more active but yeah. Oh so, my god, I thought it was me and you guys were going to scream at me. So John Jones was being more defensive you're saying? Yeah. I yeah. get it. I get it. But the two fights before that were fucking insane. Um we might have seen a guy get killed. No shit. Yeah. How do I not watch? Got hit these? real good and just went flying down. Flying knee. Yep. So flying. So he was knocked out within three seconds. Whoa. So, yep. Flying knee. Three seconds of the fight. You're saying of so, the okay. fight. Okay. And knocked out cold before he hit the ground. Hit him under the jaw type thing. It was right on the side of the head. In the fucking temple. That's, yeah. That In can't three be legal. Seconds? That yes. can't be legal. That's not legal. Yeah. That's what? legal. He was standing. What? It's fucking no. MMA. How was, was that not legal? I don't know. The mom and me is having a freak out right yeah. now. Don't like, get in standing. a fight then. Okay. All right. I don't, now, I don't watch did MMA. he like duck and the knee went into his temple or it just no? Was so like, he went down because so the guy who got to, knocked out was a wrestler. Oh, he was ready to take. So him the down. guy and the guy who knocked him out is like a fighter. He's like or a stand-up guy. Yep. So he's like, of course, this guy's gonna try to take me down. So what the first thing he's gonna do is come out with a flying knee because you know he's gonna drop down right. so he fucking direct hit to the side of the head and but again at, he was probably aiming for the chin and because he dropped down dude, so he got him with in the a temple. flying knee like you're just hitting yeah you're just for whatever aiming. yeah, yeah just whatever. hit the body yep. and then it just happened that he's like this is probably gonna line up because this guy has a tendency to drop down and go yep. for a takedown straight to the fucking side of the head he was out before he hit the ground he was probably unconscious for five minutes <gasps> dude and then when even that's when he damage. woke up that's even when damage. he woke up he had no he couldn't walk 
like he was like That's, it was yeah. honestly like i was sick to my stomach like uh yeah. this he might never ever be the same That's more than just a concussion yes for yes. sure yeah like he couldn't even walk under his own power that's so sad. Wow. Especially yeah. five minutes later. Yeah. That's yeah. so sad. He couldn't. Yeah. I mean, he was so out, no breathing, like just out. Oh, or? he was out breathing. cold. He was, he was breathing, okay. but yeah. just unconscious. But what's crazy about he was, that yeah, is he was stiff for like five minutes. How much did he minutes. get paid for that fight? 20 grand? He probably uh, got maybe 50. Yeah. Let's say it's 50 grand. I'd so say he spent. That's not even probably, a mortgage. No, probably closer to 100, but. That's Either still way. not even Maybe, a mortgage. Let's say it's a hundred grand. How much did he doesn't pay? Matter, right? How much do you doesn't matter? It's still shitty. Prepped for it and all that stuff. So let's say he walks away with thirty grand at the end of that fight, right? Not worth it. It's not worth it. And he's in a fucking wheelchair the rest of his life. Yeah. If yeah. he even has the rest of his life. Yeah. Right. Hopefully he has insurance, man. Well, they yeah, they give everyone insurance and stuff like that, but it's still it's it's but tough to that's see. That's a but brain here's the thing though. Bleed. Here's right? the thing though, right? Is that's why that sport is so exciting because yeah. the consequences are dire. Yeah, for like real. they are. Which the, is why the John Jones fight was to you boring, is because no, it wasn't. See, I'm I appreciate it because I know exactly what he's doing because right. he doesn't want that to happen yeah. to him. All it takes is just a little hit, right, right, just a little tap, right, and he can right. be out. Exactly. What was the name of the uh, the fighter that went down last night? Ben Askren. It was Ben Askren that got. Oh, fucked, dude. Holy shit. So Jorge Ben Masvidal. Askren came from a different division, not a different division, a different federation. Yep. Um, one. He's never, he's one, never lost. That was FC. his first, he was undefeated before yeah, that. But I'm saying, I think he came from one, one FC. FC. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh my so God. the UFC paid a ton of money and traded one of their better fighters yep. to go to one FC to get Ben, Ben Askren. Yep. And now this motherfucker in three seconds gets kneed yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, and he had three. He, he did tweet last night though. Three shots to his head. <laughs> Oh, after he was out too, oh before the ref God. got Are there. Are you ready for this? He yeah. did tweet last night at one seventeen a.m. and what all he say? said is, "Well, that sucked." <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's well, all okay, it that says. makes me feel better because right? I honestly, holy shit, I wouldn't have been says, surprised if he like died of brain right. bleeding. Brain well, bleeding. it says yeah. on this right up, um, I'm at MMAmania.com, and it says he was rushed out of the arena for tests, but preliminary examinations were positive. Um, he's good. UFC President Dana White revealed after good. the event. All of his stuff came back negative, so he's okay. I'm sure he's not okay, but you know. Right, right. Uh, Askren wasn't on hand for the post-fight press conference business, but he did take to social media later that night to share his thoughts on what happened. As usual, it involved his standard amount of understated dry humor. <laughs> yeah, his he's tweet, funny. well, that sucked. Uh, and it said it didn't oh, take shit. for, um, it didn't, I'm assuming they meant to use the word long hair. It didn't take long for, is it Jorge? Yeah, yeah. Jorge slash George. Okay. Yeah. To respond, mocking Askren's message and sharing a shot showing game bread getting another punch in on the down. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So he then he then he memed him. him he got memed him yeah. and says Ben is still sleeping. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Where he put. Yeah. So the the good news is if they can be funny about it. Um, things I are looking positive. They didn't, they didn't like they don't like each other at all either. I'm hoping there's a rematch in the future. Oh, yeah. it would be you because know what? the uh, fight ended so quickly. I don't think it. I don't think it, he'll get a rematch. You don't think so? No, because no. again, if it's within three seconds, can, can we, we didn't be even honest, get to see though? it unfold. At this point, you know, I've started watching a lot of documentaries on like strongman and stuff like that as well. That's the kind of injury that he had last night. That even though he's coming back with all those tests coming out negative, I was going to say it's really fucking might, lucky. Right. CTE. Like is I wouldn't be, be surprised sure. well, if he doesn't stop it, and right. go hold up. Like, oh, he won't be done. I don't know. But at the same time, you have to remember, it's not just going to be coming from him. It's like, 
I'm trying desperately to remember the name of the um, the the strong man that I was when I was watching that. Eddie Hall. It was Eddie Hall. Thank you. Um, where his wife is like yep. every time yeah, he goes it. to live, yeah. like yep. she's like he's going to die. Yep. And yeah. his stuff isn't even because of an impact from a no. competitor. It's because he's, so he's fucking pressing fat. his fo- well that too, <laughs> but he's pressing his body so hard. Right. He was a hundred so, pounds over where he needed to be, like yeah, weight wise. Right, right. He was a hundred pounds too heavy, and he knew it. Yeah. And he told his wife that if and when he wins the world's strongest man, he would be retired. Yep. Which he's still kind of powerlifting and he's still Oh yeah, he's still doing pretty yeah, much but he's everything. He's not world's strongest man no, anymore. No. no. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? But But at, with, here's the thing though, at every level, at the top level, it's whatever you're doing is not healthy. No. Right. You Regardless. have to be a little crazy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You don't become Ben Askren and get offered this crazy position on the UFC if you're if you're not a little bit nuts yeah we're all yeah. a little bit nuts Fuck think yeah. about what we put our bodies through on Fuck the daily yeah. and we're I'm like I'm I'm at like the lowest level of, of everybody and yeah, I'm a little yeah. bit crazy for what I'm putting my almost 40 year old body through yeah true but just you know think, what yeah just think about like the chiropractic visits the stuff like that right. that right? you're doing just because you like to lift weights you know what's crazy though is um it's a double-edged sword because at the same time if you were to ask my chiropractor, which I think she's actually going to come on the show in a couple of weeks and we're going to have a little conversation about some uh, important stuff, especially for female lifters. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, the, the pelvic floor. Abdominal, yeah, yeah. yeah. The pee stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which is great because a lot of my athletes need to hear it. Well, and she's going to talk about both sides of it, mm. both what's happening on the platform, because I'm not the one who like I have never had an issue of of peeing on the platform. Oh, I've had athletes deadlifting pee. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. happens yeah, all the sure. time. But yeah. I'm the opposite. And I was talking to another um, pretty elite power lifter friend of mine, and she's having the same problem where our problem is off the platform. Right. Like, and what's happening? Like, I said to her, is it because I'm having, like, I had just come off those three weeks of really, really strong, um, like, probably my heaviest lifting I've ever done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, is that, is that affecting? So we're going to talk with that chiropractor coming up in a, yeah. in a couple weeks. She's actually putting some stuff together. But... um. When I do go to my chiropractor, here's where it becomes that double-edged sword. She's like, this is the best shape your body has ever been in. Right. So even though like I'm still like, I'll pop a shoulder forward or my my hip will sublex out and right. she's having to constantly put me back together. She's still like, holy there's, cow. Um, there's your a line body is, is literally like, yeah. And I haven't hit that line yet where yeah. she goes, okay, I need you to step back. Right. So I've been very like, lucky. There's no there. one that can look at like what I'm doing. Like objectively, and be like, yeah, that's good for your body, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. like there's a certain line where it's just like, okay, well, deadlifting seven ten, yeah, yeah, Congrats, probably man. not good. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Uh, I am so, to so mad that, that I missed that. All time PR, way. baby. Yeah. But to continue that, even the male listeners can get something from that conversation because for men, it's hernias, it's hemorrhoids when they're older because they're not engaging their lower abdominal wall appropriately so it's definitely something everybody can learn from so yeah it'll be a cool conversation it's the one thing nobody likes to talk about because they feel kind of embarrassed by it but sometimes i think those embarrassing topics are the ones that people are the most wanting to hear about so it'll probably get a little deep so to say but um i'm really excited and she's actually um for me because like i said mine is off platform um, that I'm having this weird urgency and I'm like, it's not all the time. So it's not like, Hey, I got an issue going on elsewhere. And, um, she had some really awesome insights. So, um, I'm, yeah, I, I know, I'm just really excited about that. Also, um, we're working on scheduling, but, um, Sarah Robles, I just saw her posting again too. She has, um, said that she's committed to coming on the podcast. She is a team USA, 
uh, USA Powerlifter. I mean, she's yes, an actual kind of, Olympian. Kind of a big deal. She's a huge deal. Weightlifter. How dare you say powerlifter? Oh, did I say powerlifter? How? I thought I said Olympic lifter. No. I thought she said Olympic lifter. She said Olympic caliber, but I think you said powerlifter. I think you need Play to get the dick out of your ear. No, no, no. Because Play I that doubt shit I... back. I swear to God, you said powerlifter, and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. Dang, dude. I was all excited. Are you feisty this morning? Okay, what, I'm dude? actually going to rewind it. Yeah, yeah let's do to. it. Play the shit Wait, back. Hold on. Hold Here's... on. I don't know how I can do this so we can all hear and still record, but. Oh, I swear she said powerlifter. I swear you've got a dick in your ear. You know what? Cole, back up. You're. Uh, USA powerlifter. I mean, she's yeah, an she's actual kind of, Olympian. Kind of a big deal. I said it. Try again. I said it. No. I'm say sorry. It right. Say it right. Yeah, okay. can you reintroduce she is, her? Okay. Yeah. She's, she's going to hear this and USA be like, fuck these guys. USA weightlifter for Team USA. Is that how I say Boom. it? I'd have laughed if you said powerlifter again. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you guys, we haven't done this in so long. I feel rusty. Habit. Yeah, I feel rusty, too. I'm always I rusty with my red people. hair. Oh, my God. I don't even know you people. Um, We have a lot to talk about. How's that utopia treating you guys? Dude, I feel high it's so right good. now. Isn't it amazing? I, so I had good. way too much caffeine in such Dude, a short this, period of time. Dude, the utopia Holy with shit. the monster? I don't yeah. recommend that. You're probably going to hear colors. It's I had two fucking coffees. Holy while, shit, dude. While one was brewing, I was drinking another. Like, Oh my God. I've had enough caffeine now. I'm so I'm, proud I'm of you good. guys. I'm sweating. But yeah, DeNovo, I think they were they were excited to finally release their <sighs> product, so I would quit emailing them and messaging them. I'm like, when is it coming back out? Yeah. So yeah, what is shout a, out to DeNovo. What does a 30 serving container cost? 30... Uh, 30 bucks, 35 bucks, 34? Yeah, something like that. Something like and that. And never shipping costs in the United States. Oh my god. This might be my new pre-workout. Oh uh, my god. Actually, I have their pre-workout right here. Yeah. It's called Ignite. And is this a fucking ad? I have for... never used it. It kind of is, I guess. Is it, uh, is it USADA? Let's be approved? honest yes. though. It's always nice to hear other people talk about other supplements because we all get in these weird little supplement ruts where uh, <laughs> No offense to the Tom Schneids who's listening right now, but like when you walk into like a GNC or somewhere like that, I oh, always he, he won't take any offense. No, okay, because I'm like when you walk into a uh, like a box store, if you don't know many other people that are taking supplements or whatever, I don't believe a fucking word oh, this any of awesome. these salespeople say because they want to sell me something, right? You'd only right. need one scoop of this. Too. Yeah, well, it's 250 how many, milligrams how many, how of much caffeine. Beta? How much beta? Because uh, that's all I care about. None. Well, then it can. Fuck off! There's L-citrulline in here, but there's no beta alanine. Hmm. So you're not gonna I, get I you're not tingles. gonna get fuzzy lips. I need the tingles. Well, I gave you two samples. I gave you enough for two rounds, and you tell me if you like it. All right. Well, the biggest thing is people always tell me there's no crash off of these products, and I think right. that's huge. I don't well, get a crash. Anywhere. I could definitely see because taking, you're an alien. I could see taking one scoop of the pre workout with one scoop of the utopia. Yeah, they, uh, people do that. And getting a pretty good. I mean, it's Stack three it. three hundred and fifty milligrams. It's still plenty of caffeine. I took 600. Would the you other send day. me a link to that, please? I will. I will. And I also um, gave you, give a, you some too. a list of the weeks I'm gone for oh, yeah. wedding and honeymoon. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's. Oh, wait. Rock out with your cock out. If with our last Sunday podcast, I, back, I told us, I told the people <laughs> that, that you were no longer a part of the podcast. Did you really? So, yes. <laughs> that's great. So they're probably a little confused. Uh, well, apparently I died or some shit. Cole's been pulling some black alley back shit. Oh my god! I told him that we got a little tiffed and uh, it just wasn't really working out anymore, so I had to Are fucking, you fucking kick you. Me? <laughs> I've been nothing but nice to you. I totally didn't listen to that 
at TNT either because that was something that was a speech you gave the team, so I didn't listen, oh so I didn't even hear that. Yeah. Fuck you. That's all. You know what? If we didn't have a tiff, we do now, bitch. Yeah. Well, you're I'm, not on the podcast. I'm feeling anymore. beefy. You're lucky you're back on the team, actually. Oh, thanks. You didn't even know you were off. The I didn't team, even but know I was. Were. Off. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you fuck be thankful. It. So the third is the wedding day. Hey, let's talk and about then, podcast stuff, not schedules, okay? Well, I, we are. This is podcast stuff, isn't it? Yeah, because those podcasts will probably do without you, Josh. I'm sorry. Ooh. That's all that'll happen. We'll still do podcasts, Ooh. but it'll just be um, Cole. We'll try to bring some guests in. Um, the week, so... Yeah, I have way a we, lot of friends that could do your so job, I, so... There you go. So I've got the <laughs> wedding. Thanks. Thanks so much. Obviously, I'm I do nothing. Dick. I do absolutely <laughs> nothing for this podcast. That's wonderful. Um so, well, evidently, DeNovo makes your dick bigger because he is the biggest dick right now. Uh, like, I don't know. Apparently. BDE, dude. Yeah. So th- there's that week in <laughs> that between. That big deadlift my, energy, you know? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's the week in between of the wedding and the honeymoon, and I plan to do a TNT or something. Uh, okay. I just want you to know we are literally rousing you because nobody cares. <laughs> nobody <laughs> Nobody a, cares. Probably, I, about your so schedule. Mean. That's so mean. Oh my guys. god. Oh fuck. It's god. okay. I was trying to be responsible. But oh my god. There's that. I'm just gonna turn into Cole then. <laughs> right. Right now, right. Josh's yep. mom is listening and she's going, "But I care. It's okay. Yeah. You can keep talking, honey." My mom doesn't yes. listen to the podcast because I told her not to. Oh my god. Oh, Thank god my she dad doesn't. Does, my dad does. My dad is probably laughing right now. My dad has listened to every fucking episode ever. He yeah. I'm just so proud that he actually talked to me then when I saw him at the I do barbecue. Why wouldn't he talk to you? Because I've said some pretty rank stuff, okay? Like, for so? reals. So? I love that. Nothing he hasn't heard. Yeah, for yeah, real. He, I suppose. He he didn't birth me. But, I was you know, waiting for you to say that. He raised me. <laughs> Cole's face. You know what? Cole just gave you a cat stink eye. Like, when the cat looks at you, like, Fucking embarrassing, fuck you. you know? Dude, is that why I'm off the podcast? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> fucking got embarrassing. It. You know what else is embarrassing? I gotta fucking pee again, okay? That's okay. I need to talk to Cole. Um, I'm having some marital problems, and I think it's because of Cole. Um, because what? we got outed. Don't. What? Oh my God. Okay, hold Hang on. on. I need to hear this. Can I just like pee in a cup somewhere? No, I mean, this will just take a second. Seriously, can you right. hold it? Say, just hold it. All right. So um, I, I got this. an email or a text message from my husband going, is there something you should tell me about? Oh, we got no. an invite to a wedding in the mail addressed to Mr. Cole Warren and Mrs. Brooke Stevens. Did I fuck up? Did no, we fuck? Oh, okay. It's Caitlin and oh, Jeff. Oh, good God. <laughs> Oh god! My husband was like, "What the fuck are you doing with this powerlifting group?" Kate, Kate, I know you're listening. Thank you so much for this. Uh, Thank you so much for this. And it was right after Cole had come with us to festivals and stuff. So here, all of us have shared a camper for like a week. And Chuck's like, "Uh, Uh, "Obviously, Chuck isn't invited." What's going on? eh? Oh my god! Thank you so much, Kate. Yes. But uh, I was like, but Mrs. also Brooks congratulations. Yeah, yeah, congratulations on the marriage. That's great. Well, but, I did, we did tell her we were going to crash that fucking wedding anyway, so oh she probably goodness. felt obligated. Yeah, that's hilarious. I, now I got to pee. Okay. So yeah, brilliant. So <sighs> while he's peeing, I'm just going to go ahead and start recording again. Uh, I don't know why. I think it's because we've been out of the pocket so much. The figuring out a hype song for today is a really tough one. <sighs> so for my, for me, it's hard because. Picking songs, I pick songs at the gym all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like, well, I just listened to this song. You know, I can't think of any other songs. Throwbacks. Um, That's all I listen to is throwbacks, 90s hip hop. Oh, I was going to say, like, you know what? I could handle Limp Bizkit Where's my phone? Right now. Um, Haven't we done rolling already? Yes, we though? have, but I could still handle it is what I'm saying. Oh, how about uh, Head P.E. Suck It Up? There you go. Boom. Have you heard that one? Nope. 
And obviously the lyrics are going to suck, but I'm sure the beat's going to be fine. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's okay. how I roll, dude. Got it. That's yeah. how I fucking roll, dude. Is that why I got kicked off the podcast? Motherfucker. I don't know. Why did you get kicked off? The because podcast? I yeah, like lyrics about, too much. Yeah, that's the reason. That's dude. the reason. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I can taste the sarcasm on mm. that, dude. I stepped up my research game, too. Just bought a 588-page tech manu- manual just about the snatch and clean and jerk. Really? All right, what do we got? Ladies and gentlemen, for our next fight, please welcome from Huntington Beach, California. Are you ready? I was not expecting Holy this. Shit. That's why after Limp Bizkit you thought of this. This is the shit I listen to when I'm like really fucking dragging ass. I'm like, okay, I need to fucking step it up and get this shit done. I can see that. I wasn't expecting the hip hop. No. Wasn't expecting that. It's like a fusion track, it you is, know? For sure. That's head PE for you. Are they new? Or are they old? Way old. Way dude. old. Way old. Like this would 90s. go back. Yeah, I was gonna say this is gonna no go back shit, to huh? Limp Bizkit and yep. before. Right. Yep. Yeah, because yep. I was gonna say it's the same yeah. genre, so it's gotta yeah. be around that time. Yeah. This reminds me. This song, you're gonna laugh. It reminds me about the fact that uh, Janko jeans are coming back. <laughs> Did you hear about that? <laughs> no. Yes. The skater boy jeans yeah. with the big wide leg. Yep. Yeah, yep. I know. They're coming back, evidently. There you go. You can uh, pick up your like Doc Martens too. Meets Limp oh. Yeah. You know, it sounds kind of like corn. You have you you don't listen to Head PE ever? Never, never even heard of them. You need to get into them. You like them? It's H E D, and it's like they're in parentheses. For H E D is in parentheses, and then it's P dot E. Planet Earth is what the PE stands for. Sure, I don't know. I'm looking at it. I cheated once. Yeah, because this is a. When I originally started in radio, this is what I played. Is that right? I can see it. Oh, I see. Head is in parentheses. Yeah. I see. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're going to be... I'll actually put part of this song up. Like, no, I'll I actually just... put a post on our Instagram that has a link to this song. Since Sick. it's our hype song. Sick. Yep. 
All right, let's fucking get to it, eh? Yeah. Banana. Welcome, boys. Banana. It's a pleasure Men. being here again. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure to be back on the podcast. It's a pleasure to be welcome back and not yeah, kicked we, out. Yeah, uh, we we um, not kicked out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> News you know, we had, we had a conversation, we figured it out, and yeah. here you are, man. We just, I decided to have you back on, you I guess. decided to have you back on, I'm, I'm so glad. He's like, I got a pink slip and didn't even know it. Right, yep. Jesus. You were done, and then now you're back, and you weren't even aware of it yeah. until I told you. Nope, but nope. I think he was just fucking embarrassed that it had been so long since we'd done a podcast, he made up an excuse. That's how the best coups are. They don't even know it's happening. They don't know, dude. No, they don't even right. know. I'm working underneath the... Under underneath the, the radar in the bit? shadows. Maybe. Oh, in the shadows. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're never invited to anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You're invited. Just, just so you know. I, For that moment, you were out of my life. Okay. Well, right there. Yeah. God, you two are little bitches. Can you shut up and move on? No. Please. I, I cannot. Dude. Can I will we, say uh, though. Can we talk about um the like seriously? Josh might be close to out angling you today. Are you a little dehydrated? Because I was just saying. I've been dehydrated for. That's two I'm like weeks. you look baller. Like, like I'd be I'd be suns out guns out. I don't. You're looking pretty know. good. I can see your veins even. I don't fucking know why I feel so terrible all the time now. Yeah, what's it been? Two weeks and you've been. It's been ten days and I still yeah. don't feel good. It's because you had a massive booze bender. No, it was it was before, before that. that. Yeah. It was the Thursday before I. Oh. I wanted to call yeah. you a fucking pussy because. Yeah. I barely had any alcohol and you were dead. Seriously, yeah, and that's why when I said I had four energy drinks. It's like it made me more tired, even though I've done that. But I don't know. I, I, w- I was fucked, but not from. Have you been booze. to the doctor? No, fuck no. <laughs> You're such but, a boy. I mean, <laughs> even at the so that day of the barbecue, I my neck was fucked up. Yeah, it was just during a warm up set, and just I mean, my body was breaking down, and it's still not. And it's only supposed to be a GPP phase, dude, and you're destroying yourself. Dude, I wonder, God, this is when I always wish I had a friend who was like a phlebotomist or something. I could be like, can you bring me a bag of IV fluids? Like, can you just, because like in Vegas, they have those, those trailers, those are amazing. That's probably what you need. Well, so. Go to Reed, you've dropped 300 bucks. Well, what I was going to say is I actually. Saline. the, the, The manager of the Spark program that I do, she actually looked at me, I think it was like the Wednesday. She's like, you need need to push. Bring you an IV push. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you look terrible. And I'm like, I, I, that's why I had to fucking miss class. I'm fucking dying. I don't know. <coughs> but I've been, I've been trying. Seriously? But you weren't like, you weren't like sick. No. Well, I was. Or were you, you were just physically like exhausted? Yeah. Yeah. So like that Sunday. I when we were even, supposed to record. Right. I and you were even, giving us shit for being hungover on Sundays and not being able right, to record. And yeah, your ass wakes up. And he like, goes, well, wait, I, I wait, can't even lift my, my head, let alone but stay like awake I said, for 10 I minutes. Wasn't, I wasn't hungover. It was I literally just couldn't stay awake. So I had mono when I was 18, and that's what it felt like, but worse. Really? Yeah, and I still wow. don't feel right. Like my, I'm, this, I guarantee this whole week. your whole body is a little off right now because if you were already kind of sick, then let's be real. You did. We did go on a bit of a booze bender. Uh, everything has got to be off. Your yeah. workout schedules off your mm. sleep schedules off. So I, like I said, like, yeah, dude, I if yeah. I, if I was certified and had it, do you know how much money I could make doing IV pushes for people? Oh yeah. I and do an I mean, IV push every freaking day. Helping to plan a wedding and running two programs right. and being you're in charge literally, of interns. And, you're in yeah. the body breakdown. You're in that right. phase where you just need to like, you need to set back. And mm-hmm. you're, I would, I don't know, like, I mean, this whole, I bet your electrolytes are way the fuck off oh, everything. This whole past week from working out, I just haven't even cared. Just, I just, I know I need extra time. So yeah, it's just how it's been. You got to, you know, priorities. You fuck know. yeah. Or maybe it's because there's a weird, uh, like, 
this like flub in the continuum of life because I did do some rowing last week oh, and uh, I really think it might have set everybody in motion in the wrong way because well, I also this, don't think humidity has been helping me. Chubby anymore. potato over here does not do cardio, so um, just a little at a time, you'll yep. be fine. Ten minutes, not even <laughs> five minutes. Even I was going to say twenty minutes a week. It was week, five hundred meters, fine. you guys. It took two and a half minutes. I thought I was dying. That's rowing's a, hard. That's a rowing is really hard. The worst like part it. is, is because I have I have all that belly fat because most of my fat is carried in my midsection. I told mm-hmm. you I'm a potato with legs. So when I go to do the actual forward part of the pole, every time I go forward, it makes me feel like I'm gonna barf. Like everything <laughs> in my midsection feels like it's gonna. I'm like, mm-hmm. and so I'm in there with with what's his futs, Captain America, doing all of his like. Um, Jared. Yes, God, Jared. He's so fit. He's so fit. Uh do you not know Jared? He's a dude that goes to the gym. I don't think I know Jared. Animal. He's an animal. He is an animal. Um, it'd be like watching you like do all your crazy shit and yeah. running around, and I'd be over there like two poles and already wanting to vomit on yeah. the yeah. You need to go to Midtown and try the skiers. The Nordics. Yeah, the Nordic skiers. So for people who rowing, it it's tough for them. It's literally cross country skiing, but it's resistance skiing. That way, it, your belly doesn't get in the way. Doesn't require it. coordination because can you even no? Have- you just. You just stand up. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> you look like you were giving double hand jobs when you were doing yeah. the motion. That's well, what I was going for. I mean, if dicks are coming from every angle. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, um, it is. Yeah, you, maybe then. I mean, I still have my membership there. You so. literally just take the shit, drop your hips, and pull. That's it. Are my feet moving? No. They stay, no, they stationary. stay stationary. Okay, because I was like, it, if like this said, is like the old school Nordic track, I'm like, you have to be coordinated for that. Can you even imagine me trying to do no, that? <laughs> this isn't a Nordic. Nope. You literally nope. just have handles and you pull. Yeah. Oh. It'd be great. I would still you. find a way to fall. You know this would happen, right? Well, maybe you, know, you should. Maybe you should record the first time I do it. We might have to. <laughs> and then you can push a sled too. I lo- You know what? Sled pushing sucks, but man, is it worth it's it? Good. We've got four of them. Do you now have four sleds over there? Mm-hmm. We keep getting more shit. I'm That's where I go to the chiropractor, so like, it'd be super easy for me to pop. Yeah. I've never been to that location. I'm liking it more and more the more shit they give me. It's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so I could do like sled pushes, battle ropes, ball yeah. slams. I can do all that over there? Well, instead of ball slams, do the skier. Same, same motion. Same motion. Yeah, but ball slams really work out aggression. They do. Soak in the skier. Skier's sick. I like doing that thing. Those things are awesome. Plus it My gets God. your abs in it too. Look, yeah, and the backs of your arms are just on fire, and you mean yeah. your triceps? Nice. Well, more, more than just that, your rear delts, and okay, I could totally see that being and, that way because you're more straight arm when you're doing it, right? And your lats will be burning too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's wonderful. And if you do big circles, it's like you're doing butterfly stroke in the pool. Dude, if we just keep talking, I feel like I've already done the workout. Like this is perfect. Well, I'm sweating already, so it's I know, great. right? Can we not talk about cardio on a fucking powerlifting podcast? Uh, cardio is kind of important uh, first sometimes, of all, sir. What? This isn't just a powerlifting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, okay, you're too small to oh, have it God. be a weightlifting. How about you have a fucking weightlifting guest? Uh, we did, Vanessa. Yeah, I am the ultimate weightlifting guest. You've done one meet, dude. You're That's barely good. a weightlifter. I can't wait to get Sarah on the cast so that she can just roast your butt because yeah. she's so awesome okay. and experienced. Oh, That's Dude, there's cool. an elephant in the room. Oh, yeah? We haven't had a podcast since I did my meet. Yeah. Let's talk wow. about your meet. Let's talk about your meet and the hangover that followed for five weeks. I don't want to talk about my meet. I just want you to know that, like, I hope it doesn't get weird when we talk about your meet. <laughs> Because I, I still don't look at you that way. We're talking M-E-A-T or M-E-E-T? Well, we could be talking about either. <laughs> well, the meat in my mouth, I think. <laughs> oh. What? There you go. I didn't that, realize. No, that was weird. Well, from that before, your dick was in my ear. Now it's in my mouth. Let's oh, just move because on. you've been... He, 
Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> I take it too far and I like it. Uh, That's what she where's said. Where's it going next? <laughs> well, before we started, I said rib job. So. Oh, God, rim or rib? Rim. Oh, I was going to say, if it's a job. rib job, your aim is way off. Mm, right in the rib shot. Anyway, let's talk about your M-E-E-T. Yeah. Because there's good things. And there's some, some really good lessons. things. Yeah. And some fucking shit things. Too. So let's talk about first thing squat. Well, let's talk about, or do you want to talk about prep and all prep. that shit? Okay. Land. Let's, let's start at the freaking Genesis dude. Okay. So you were born when? Yeah. Genesis. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> turn yeah. your fucking mic on. Yeah, GTFO. That's Jesus. enough. You're fired. Get out. T Y M O. <laughs> turn your mic off. Hey, nice, dude. That was T Y M O. Hell yeah. All right. From now on, I'm just going to have a sign. T Y M O. Yep. Just hold it. Hashtag T Y M O. Let's get, Let's that, get that hashtag going. Let's get that hashtag going. <laughs> <laughs> She's just looking so sad. Do you want to take your pre workout too or just that one? No, I'm not taking a pre workout. Oh, okay. All right. Get out of here. Turn your mic off. <laughs> T Y M O. I'm writing that shit down so I don't forget. <sighs> but yeah. So Let's talk about your prep. Prep was uh, weird. It was. It was very weird. Sporadic. Not a whole lot of structure. Yeah, right? very little of everything, yeah. right? Because uh, I was hurt for a long time. Right, 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 right. So I was... Just to re remind the listeners, why were you hurt? Well... Like, where were you hurt? My... It was my uh, my rhomboid, my left rhomboid, yep. so back muscle. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then my... Something with my pec. I actually think now, thinking about it, I think it's a... It might be a serratus. Oh yeah, way up in you here. Think That's way bugging up me. In there, for real. Yeah. So and so is my pec and my back. My back mm -hmm. had pretty much healed up. Okay. But my pec was still bugging me. And plus, I mean, with my back, there's always some like phantom pain and stuff because I was battling it for a year and a half. So yeah. it's like I'm still a little apprehensive sometimes. Do you think that's just a mental thing? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was battling those two things. I had signed up for the meet and I was barely able to lift. Right. But I was like, okay, we're 13 weeks out. I think I least, at least I can, I was, I was feeling, I was feeling better every day at the time that mm -hmm. I signed up for the meet. I was like, well, if this, if I still, if I play it smart and I stay on this road that I'm on, I'll be fine by the right. time the meet comes around. So that's kind of what I did, but I couldn't really program structurally what i wanted to because it was yeah. everything was so day by day right, right? Week so week it was basis you couldn't yeah do. it was it was it wasn't i didn't want to invest myself in mapping everything out because uh there was a high probability that i wouldn't be able to do it that way anyway right you know right. so i knew i had a general concept of what i wanted to do as far as programming mm -hmm. um but again it was super adjustable depending on how i'm feeling so having said all that, I probably had four strong weeks of prep leading up to it, leading yeah. up to it. Yeah. Like, uh, cause before that my bench was very sporadic. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it felt, do you remember what good. your best bench was leading into it? Maybe four Oh five. Did you, did you hit four plates? Uh, I hit 418 was 418. my last, okay. was my last heavy bench before yeah. the meet. And before the meet, what was your all time PR? Uh, four thirty-five. Four thirty-five. Okay. Yep. So, um, yeah, like four 
solid structured weeks of peaking pretty much. Um, and then into the meat and, uh, weight like during the prep, I was struggling even to, I was like sitting right around one th- or two thirty one to like two thirty five. So like weight wise. Yeah, yeah. So weight wasn't really an issue. Um, I didn't expect it to be an issue, but I always do this thing. I, it's something subconscious or, or some hormonal thing where as I get closer to the meat, like I fucking can't like drop weight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I blow up a little bit, like two pounds more than right. I usually am. And then I'm like, what? come on, man. Right, like a little stress. Yeah. Like yeah, three yeah. weeks ago, like I was two thirty one in the mornings. No problem. Right. So, but I was like, you know, this is a pretty good opportunity to do like a water load mm-hmm. and just like, so I can test that protocol, yeah, see how it works. Yeah, get back into the swing of things. Right. Because remember, the point of this meet was to kind of do a tune-up for nationals. Right. Yeah. So if the listeners didn't know, you had already qualified for nationals. Yep. Yep. Right. I was yep. already qualified and everything, but... Yep. Uh, so even if been you bombed a, out of this competition, right. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Yeah. I was... Uh, it's a little foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. It really is. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, it was... I hadn't done a meet in a year. I needed to get back in the competitive environment. Mm-hmm. I needed to get back in that meet envir- and environment. And this meet was through. the one because you had told me that some of the people going into it had some pretty good totals. Yeah, but here's the thing. I didn't realize that until after the fact I signed up. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I signed up early, and then as it filled up, I started seeing these names on the fucking roster. I'm like, God damn it, man. I was supposed, <laughs> This is supposed to be a chill yeah, meet. Yeah, you were like, supposed to just cream everybody. Yeah, well, yeah. not even that, but it's like the competitive, uh, competitive aspect wasn't really... I didn't anticipate that yeah. being an aspect and of it. And we had but. talked about it beforehand that you didn't want to get so competitive right. and make it feel like a nationals meet and try to crush everybody. Right, and, right, right. So you had to kind of hold back on purpose. Yeah, well, I was you know, I was just anticipating going in and just hitting numbers and staying healthy and kind of just going through the motions, doing a tune-up meet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, I did a water load, weight and everything came off fine. Um, I weighed in like a pound under and I had drank and uh, I drank up to that. So what I did is I got there that, that morning I checked my weight and I was like, okay, well I can start rehydrating a little early. Already, so yeah. I, uh, I started drinking up a little bit just because I knew, I knew to the, the guy that I was lifting against one of the guys, um, he weighs in 10 pounds under. So I was like, there's no point in trying to like oh, keep yeah. my weight down to try right. to beat him on body weight because he's going to have me no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, so I started rehydrating a little early, knowing that I would make weight anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I don't think I did the greatest job for whatever reason. Um, because Talking cut or? Rehydration okay. wise. Okay. Um, so what was your protocol? So what I did was um, after I weighed in, I took, I always have that, you know, the powdered Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took sugar. Two, yep. Yeah, I took two scoops right to the dome and washed it down with water. Okay, and then after that was that was actually prior to weighing in, and then after weighing in, I did more of that, and then I have these electrolyte um, capsules, mm-hmm. and I did six of those, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, I got in over a gram of sodium. I know that. Okay. Um, but I just I don't think it was enough because when I was warming up for squats, my right um, quad, my vastus medialis, inside, yeah, inside, yep, was uh, it was just it was like cramped, but mm. it wasn't like a bad cramp, 
But like during all three of my attempts, my quad was cramped. Yeah, a little stiff. It was like yeah. it was like seized up, but it wasn't inhibiting anything, mm, you know. But yeah. it was still it took your attention away. Right, right. But um, and then so going back to that protocol, um, UFC fighters, yeah, they like to do a little bit of fructose, like right? Orange juice, right? You know, because yeah. you know it helps kind of shuttle. Because so you've got the sodium right. taken care of, you've got the dextrose taken care of. You're just missing that fructose. That fructose. A, you know, a, a small orange juice might right. kind of take you to the next level too. And yeah. then the vitamin C can kind of help with preventing the cramping. Yeah, and, and for me personally, and and my brothers suffer from this too. Is like we, uh, I cramp so easy. Oh yeah. I require a ton of electrolytes mm. to not cramp like it was always an issue playing football yeah um i was i was always more prone to cramping than anyone else yeah. so i wonder so at the meet that you and i both coached at with mm-hmm. binks yeah he needed vinegar right he needed like a mustard or something like that and that's a trick that um when we were in like spartan races and yep, things like i would that. do that in, in yeah. playing football too yeah. pickle juice or yeah. or mustard i yeah. wonder if you need to have like a couple mustard packets with yeah you something because there's salt in there too right Right. Because yeah. sometimes you can hyperhydrate and make things worse if you pound too much water. Yeah. Right. A lot of fighters that's why go through that I, right, problem. And that's why I did like the capsules yeah, and yeah, then yeah. taking those scoops of, of Gatorade straight right. to the dome instead of... Less water. Instead of mixing it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. L- less water. Yep, yep. Yep. Because, I mean, if you just take a bunch of water, it's going to wash those electrolytes yeah. out just out of you anyway. Um, I'm just going to message you to remind you. Try fructose yeah, and yeah, vinegar. Thank you. Yep. Um, but yeah, so warming up for squats, I was feeling really good, mm-hmm. feeling really good. Well, and, obviously. Yep. Um, so I opened with 589. I think that's right. And then I went, uh, what the fuck? See, it's, a, <laughs> it's been too it's, long. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, five. So my, I'll just say my opener moved very, very well, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we... Um, went to my second, which I believe was six oh six or six thirteen. Um, either way, uh, that one I got really loose at the bottom, and I mm-hmm. kind of like hip shifted a little bit, um, and then consequently it moved a little bit slower, but still faster than it should have. Right. You oh, know? It, it being able to see it through the camera lens. Yeah. It moved. Very, very right, well. Right, right. Yep. There so, was no hitch. There was no deceleration out of the bottom. Yep. It was, it was, it looked good. Yep. My hips just shifted a little mm-hmm. bit, and I felt actually a little twinge in my hip. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, um, it still moved good, right. and that was an all-time PR. And it didn't feel alarming. You didn't get right. freaked out that right. you felt this right. twinge. It was just shit happened. No big deal. Right. Yep. So then for the third, we put in six thirty-three just to match. Uh, one of the guys I was competing against, Chad, yep. shout out to Chad, um, because Leslie, the other guy, because there's basically it was like a three man race, um, me, Leslie and Chad and Leslie has the biggest squat. So okay. he squatted six sixty six. I think he yeah. ended up with, yeah. um, which isn't out of the ballpark for you. Well, well that, that, after seeing what right, 633 right, looked like, right. it might not be out of the ballpark that day. So. Just a little background. That day, I had my third attempt. Like the, if everything went wonderfully, my third attempt was six twenty-two, which is that's what I expected. Which to is hit. insane. And so, just for everybody to remember, your all-time PR is six oh six. Six oh six. Well, in a meet, yeah, in I a hit six ten. Okay. Yeah, I hit six ten in training. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, 
everything goes good. I hit 622. Um, that's like that's what I see being the top end, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which was basically your second attempt, right? Right. So then we put in 633 for my last attempt, and fuck, dude, it flew, dude. It, it fucking m- flew. I felt like I could have hit that for like three reps. It, it, it went better. It was I the fastest. I think it was the fastest opener. out of the three. Yeah, I would say it was better than your opener. Which yeah. again, when I saw that, I was like, why wasn't six? 50 on the bar. That's what I'm I you know definitely what I'm I think I for sure had 650 mm-hmm. that day. Which is nice that there's some in the tank left then too. Yeah, and it just it's crazy because the most I've ever had on my back was 610. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not you've never even put 650 on your back just to see what it feels never, like. Yeah. Never. I mean, let alone you take 630 and 633. I think that's there's a couple things that I think about that and why that happened, right? Is one um my squat peaked phenomenally. Mm, good. It must like obviously, right? It, yeah, absolutely. The week before, so one week out, I hit my opener, and it was five eighty five. Was what I it was around my opener, and it moved kind of slow. Mm, yeah, you know. And then whatever happened, one, you know, the meat environment. I'm I'm always a gamer. Like when uh-huh. there's people watching, I fucking mm-hmm. I hit that next gear, and then. Whatever I did in training fucking worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's crazy is you had a rough prep. Yeah. A, not very, not all that structured. You still had ideas of what you were doing. Right. But it wasn't like it was a systematic. Yeah. Inc- yeah. It was. Basically, you know. Yeah. Fly yeah. by the seat of your pants. Right. And shit right. happened. Right? It's like, I know this, this I should be doing this, so we're going to do it. And, and with the injuries and the layoffs and. Dude. I mean, it's. I hadn't hit. It's phenomenal that you were able, even able to hit the 613. Right. It's awesome. Right. I wasn't expecting to hit any freaking all-time PRs, exactly. really. Let alone blow them out of the water. Yeah, so. You know, it's a 5% PR. Oh, dude, that's huge. You know what I mean, 5%. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So I was freaking hyped after that. Right. Dude. I was like, okay, well, this is how this day is going to go. This is going to be fucking fun, man. Mm-hmm. Um. So after that, um, start warming up for bench, um, feeling good. Um, and then bench, I go out and I hit my opener at 396, mm-hmm. hit my second at 418, and then my third at 435. And um, I hit all three, but now in hindsight, looking back, like for that third attempt, in my second yeah. attempt actually, I was very shaky. Okay. Like I was very holding the bar, like the strength and everything was there, but I was just very shaky. Like when I was holding it, waiting for the the, um, start command, Mm -hmm. my arms were shaking. So, but again, I felt really good. I felt hydrated. I felt strong. I felt, um, going back. Do you think that could have been lack of food? I think I think eat enough because I think I remember you saying you felt like you didn't eat enough. It must have been a nutrition thing, is what I'm thinking. Because uh, so after after bench um, going into deads again, man, I had all this momentum. Right, Chad, Chad, who I was tied with on the second bench, he missed his third bench. Right, and I hit my third bench. Which puts you in the lead. Puts me in the lead. We're both Chase and Leslie because yeah. he has a bigger squat and bench than either of us okay. do. But we Your both we both deadlift. have bigger deadlifts yep. than Leslie does. So I'm like, which so is so when, bizarre with powerlifting. 
that it's fucking you can awesome, get your ass dude. kicked on squat, but you can it's come so, back. Yeah. It's so cool. That's why having a big deadlift in your pack, back pocket is huge. Right. Um, a big deadlift with a lot of fatigue. Right. Right. Being really tired and still being able to be right. able right. to pull that which, out. Which put a bookmark yeah. on that no, because right. I'm going to come yep. back to yep. that. Yep. Yep. Um, but um, yeah. So going into deadlift, I'm like fucking. Chad missed his last bench. I'm like that just swung the door open for me because. I feel like Chad can pull a little bit more than me, mm -hmm. but with him missing that last bench, I had a whatever kilo lead. I forget now, um, but it was like, okay, everything is freaking lining up the way it right, should be. Right. Um, What's so cool about powerlifting also as well is attempt selection oh, plays such a key everything. role. It's so, so everything. intricate. And again, if you miss that third attempt, that could be the difference between first and fifth place. Or first and third. In first and third, right. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so then we start warming up for deadlifts. And I feel good, man. I feel, I'm feeling really good. My confidence is high. You know, I'm like, everything has happened more than better than what I thought it was oh, going to happen. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's fucking ride this momentum mm -hmm. right into deads and let's have a fucking wonderful right. meet. Because going into it, your total would have been... 1100 pounds or real close to it yeah i was on i was on course to hit a giant total PR. huge total i right. was gonna and you still i was gonna hit, hit. i was gonna hit like 810 815 yeah like that in my my best before was 790 so right. it was gonna be a huge benchmark hitting right. over 800 kilos right. and like, again almost a five percent increase right huge. yeah so warming up for dads everything feels good everything grip is feeling good weight's moving um Every like, just as it should be, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I go out for my first attempt, and for whatever reason, um, and this is only this had only popped up two times in training, I think. Right, right. Um, I had a little hitch right at my lockout, like there, there was no doubt I had the strength. Right. It was just like the bar went up. It came down. It a little. came down a little bit, mm -hmm. and and what was happening is my grip was too close so whenever i would get up my my thighs were in the way of my hands so it was harder for me to get my hips through right and your right? hands were sliding up your legs exactly at that point. Yeah. and I, I had baby powder and all that right. but it was just like there's too much it's too close there right but and, and this is all stuff that i realized after the fact and, and changes i've made since then but mm -hmm. um so i met i missed my opener right because there's up and down movement of the bar. Yep, two red lights. Two red lights, yep. So I go out, and I'm like, well, fuck, man. And it felt heavy. Okay. It yeah. felt heavier than it should have. But again, you can also... And this was bad, 683. Right, too bad in the moment you couldn't remind yourself. My hands were dragging, you know, it was a weird position in my hands. And right, and I mean, I'm sure, like, everything in my mind just was like, okay, well, let's just... Fucking get for it. one, For one, me missing that kind of fucked me. Okay. For the competition-wise. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I see. Yeah, attempts-wise. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because I needed to be to on par. It. I needed yeah. to be on par with them step for step. Right. Yeah, you needed to go three for three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I missed that, it was like, fuck. Okay. Well, part of me wanted to... My competitive side wanted to go up, but then my freaking logical side was like, okay, let's... Let's crush this opener. Let's yeah. just do it again. Put right. it back on there. Put I know the total I, I, on the board. I did this. I did this weight two weeks ago for four doubles. Like I mm -hmm. know it's there. Right. So second attempt, go out there and pull it. And I thought, I thought my second attempt was a good lift. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, especially after looking back at it and everything, I thought it was, it was good movement, good lockout, good. Yeah. It, it, again, kind of the same thing happened. The bar stopped, but yeah. I don't think it went back down. Right. Yeah. Um, but I got two reds again. Yeah. So now it's like, holy fuck. Do or die. Do or die. I have, I'm going to fucking bomb out of this meet. Right. I just went from top of the fucking world. Like everything's pointing for me. If I right. just execute, this meet is mine. Mm -hmm. My first meet back in a year. Uh, I'm hitting PRs. I haven't trained. Like this is right. literally shaping up to be the best possible thing ever. And then you get fucking punched right in the face. Best comeback ever. Yeah. 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 So then I'm like, well, and first of all, it's, I know everyone's trying to help, but I know People exactly. People need to leave you the fuck alone. I know, I know what, what I need to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I know what I need you to do. You don't need to. Yeah. I'm I, sure most people were like, dude, it's going to be okay. Yes, You're going to be fine. Yes, yes. Shut and the I, fuck up. Well, here's the thing. I, I really do appreciate that. But like when it's, it's like 10 people, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, just let me fucking think about this. Like right. I really, I know you guys really mean well. Uh, it was just a lot. Right. For one, I just missed my second attempt. Like, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about that. And then I got all these people coming up. I have to try to be nice. You know what I mean? It's just like, right. it was too much. I need to focus on what I need to focus right, on. Right, right. So, um, so yeah, then I uh, went out for my third attempt, did the same fucking thing. And by the grace of God, you got two white lights. I got two white lights. Mm -hmm. And when looking back, like I, like I mentioned before, I think my second lift, I would have gave myself reds on my third. Yeah. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. I would have gave myself reds on my third. Yeah, two reds and a white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would have given that a red if I was if I was judging. Right. So But again, I but think But I wouldn't have given my second one reds. Right. Yeah. I think when you look back at all three lifts, you gotta give you credit that you got it up one of those three times. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But also that's what I like about the sport is yeah, because so you they're fucking you have to do it according to yeah. these guidelines. And right. I wasn't doing it. So I don't right. think I deserve the lights. You know what I mean? Right. On the third attempt. Right. Right. But on the second and and again you can almost And it was close either way, yeah. dude. It was right. close like I could on the second I th I am not mad that they gave me red lights. It still wasn't necessarily you know what I mean? It could have gone it's one of those that could have right. gone either way. Right. Um and I'm sure the judges watching all three lifts thought to themselves, except for the first, it could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, too, is I'm like, we're all close knit here in Minnesota, too. Right. You know them. Yeah, I know them. For sure you do. And I afterwards, I, <laughs> I went up and I'm like, I'm sorry I really made that hard on you guys because. Well, and I think, and we've talked about this, that when the judges know you, yeah. they Judge harder, harder, because they're they're, they're anticipating their bias, mm -hmm. right? So they're like, I really don't want to be biased because I like this guy, so I'm gonna be harder on yeah. him. In martial arts, when I was judging, I did that all the time. Yeah, if they were from my gym. Making, they didn't yep. get away with shit. Yep. I, yep. They they would always get second place I, unless they blew him out of the water. Right. 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 Yeah. So uh, I ended up hitting my third. Um, Still by posted that, a great total. By that point, I mean, the competition was out of question. Those guys fucking are wonderful lifters, great guys. It was f so fun competing with Leslie and Chad. Super good guys. They fucking put together awesome meets. Um, and uh, so I got third, but I fucking, I hit a squat PR. I matched my all-time bench PR, and I hit a total PR. Right. You can't be upset. No, no. But and can you, so, and here's the thing too, is like, I was so relieved that that happened at that meet and not at not nationals. nationals. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and what's cool is, 
it allows you to do a few more calculations for Nash. Absolutely. You know, and that was the point we did it, right. you know? Yeah. We need to, I just needed to get my feet wet right. again. I needed to see where I was at. Um, we can look into rehydrating, refueling. Right. right. Maybe you need some gel pouches or something, you know, sugary yeah. pouch. We can try some things to make sure that that shit doesn't happen again. Yeah. And I'll be in the back room this time. Yeah. And I'll make sure if, because sometimes I know when you get stressed, just, I just kind of feel it right. where it's like, right. get the fuck away from right. me. You know, right. I'll, I'll definitely be your bouncer. Yeah. No, it was, and I'm just, I was just thankful for the experience. I right. Because like every, even though it didn't go the way I wanted to, like the data collected from that day was way more valuable than fucking whatever. And it was still a good meat. Yeah. It was still your best meat. My best meat. You know what's funny? That's so, what also, so that like, it gets me so much more hyped. Right. One, because so like, yeah, maybe I, I will definitely not make prime time. And prime time is like where the top whatever percent of lifters, they lift at a later time mm -hmm. with like, there's only one stage. So, right. So, and that was kind of like a little bit what I was shooting for, but like I won't make prime time. My qualifying total is going to be much lower than what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. So but I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, you, I'm a dog, dude. Yeah, I'm an so underdog and I'll fucking. In weightlifting, it, there's the A lifters, B lifters, yep. C lifters. You're a B lifter that's considered. There are times B lifters get four. That's right. Place, you know, where, or they just come in and yep. it takes forever for the A lifters to surpass the B lifters. Yeah. And, and you're in that position. Yeah. To do so that. I'm, I'll take that. I'll take that underdog role and I'll fucking run with it. But, and again, what's cool is we go into it thinking you only hit your open around deadlift. Yeah. So that's it, 20 pounds under my PR. Right. And I was giving you shit afterwards. My I was meat like, PR. all we have to do is hit the same squat. Don't even PR. Hit yeah. the same bench. Don't even PR and hit all three deadlifts. You're gonna destroy your total. Right, right, right. Yeah, the fact that I was still able to get a five kilo total PR on a day like that right. just goes to show that there's still a lot left in the tank. Yeah, but and this is where these sports are so cool and bad at the same time. In that, it's what makes it exciting. We're dude. never satisfied. Never. Right. right. Because that little bit of what happened at the meet just gives you more fuel to be like, I can absolutely yeah. do better. And that's, an, that's another reason why I think I, that new lifters should just do a meet mm -hmm. because the motivation you have after a meet is insane. Yeah. I mean, so looking back, it's been a couple months for me now. Yeah. And after that meet, it's almost like every single weight I touch is that much easier. Yeah. Well, and also you're, reason. you're imagining the environment that yeah. you're going to be doing. Yeah, I it can in. see the audience. I can yeah. see the crowd. I can, I remember in, being in the back room feeling a little malnourished yep. too. And yep. I'm already like, oh, and if in that situation I can do this and I can do that. And it's, right. it's been very motivating. Yeah. yeah. So since the meet. Since the meet. What the fuck happened on deadlift? I don't know, dude. So first of all, in the meets, he does sumo. Yeah, I pull. I've pulled a sumo every single meet that I've ever done. I uh, and that may change. I pulled. I started pulling conventional when I first started training for powerlifting. But uh, the reason I made the switch to sumo was because my lower back fatigue would get pretty high when I pulled conventional, and then it would affect my squats. Yeah. So then I was like, well, at least so if I pull sumo, uh, my lower back doesn't get as fatigued. I can maintain more volume in squats and maintain volume in, in right. deadlift as well. Mm -hmm. And plus my sumo was strong. So I was like, right. well, yeah. let's fucking Your legs do this are strong, so right. of course. Yeah. Right. Um, but? But, so I use I use conventional deadlifts a lot as a um, variation to yeah. help my sumos yeah. because 
for me as the carryover lift. The carryover yeah. is that's it's insane for me because yeah. I mean you so get lower was, back strength a, out of it. You get right, leg strength right. out of it. I did a uh, like a three month span. This was last year where I only pulled conventional, um, and then once I was like five weeks out from my last meet, I switched back to sumo for mm-hmm. my peak phase. Within two weeks, I had pulled a PR. Yeah. Of a sumo PR. Right, like right. All, yeah. Because, again, the lower back strength, the grip right, strength right. that it requires, the pull is longer. Right. There's, there's so much. It's a harder lift. Yeah. There's yeah. so much benefit that comes from traditional. Yeah. yeah. Conventional. Jesus I, I caught myself. I can kick you in the I head. caught myself. <laughs> I call it traditional deadlift, and it just lights coal up. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so and I get these past, what has it been, like four weeks? four weeks yeah of training because you had that deload week right so i haven't i mean i've still been i mean i've just been it's, i just got done with a meet i'm not right you're we're still like you're 14 weeks around. out yeah yeah you're still in a gpp for right the most part. right i'm kind of just having fun you know mm-hmm. um and i've been pulling conventional on saturdays for four weeks no for one week before, or two weeks before this, I didn't pull last week. Oh. So I pulled conventional once since the meet right. before yesterday. Once. And I pulled 600 for three. And I, that was a PR. I never pulled 600 for that many reps conventional. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of a fucking YOLO thing. Like yeah. I was there on a Saturday and I was like, I don't know. Let's just do it. Let's just yeah. do it. Let's right? do a three rep max. Fuck it. Yeah. And so that was kind of cool. And I was like, you know, this... That was, that was more than I was expecting to hit and move mm-hmm. better than I thought it would. Um, and then, so what I've been doing on Fridays is like a fucking killer quad dominant leg workout. Mm. So I've been hitting safety squat bars, mm-hmm. uh, like three sets of six to seven. But this last, so Friday this week I did two sets of six at 4.30 and then I did my last set of 10. Mm. I pushed it to 10. At 4.30. At 4.30. And then... And so legs are just... Quads toast. are toast. Fuck yeah. And then after that, I went to the belt squat. Mm. And I did two sets of 15, or two sets of 12. And then my last set, I did 20. Mm. So I I couldn't a, walk. A lot of leg volume. For Friday. Sure. Yeah, a lot of lower body push volume. Yes. Quads, so, quad yeah. dominant. Now... After a workout like that, let's say you had pulled sumo the next day, you'd have had shit. There'd have been nothing there. Right. Right. Well, I don't know anymore. But, well, I would argue because of how much quad volume right, you did. Right, right, right. You would think. Yeah. But here, so. But the next day. So the next day we went to so a new gym us, in the city. For us, because we're talking on Sunday. This yep. is yesterday. This is yesterday. So I did the crate. I couldn't even walk after this fucking leg workout on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, Saturday, um, we were meeting up with some friends in the cities at this new gym. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, well, I, I pulled, you know, two Saturdays again ago. I'll just, cause I haven't been really benching cause my pecs kind of hurting again. Um, so I was like, I'll just, I'll just have some fun and pull you know, friends. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. So, and I have to say, I mean, obviously you were using foam plates, right? Yeah. Fake. Fuck. So we were just like messing around. I'm warming mm-hmm. up and things are feeling fine, whatever. And, Keep throwing plates on the bar and not slowing down. Throw 585 on. Pulled well. Fucking flew. Went 
635, which matches my conventional PR. Pulled really well. Fucking flew through on 675, which is an all-time conventional PR. Fucking which flew. Is 30 pounds under my all-time PR. Sumo. Yep. Oh, yeah. All-time deadlift PR, period. Yep. And it flew. Flew. So then after that, like, so uh, I guess we're going for a all-time PR today, huh? Mm, guess. Through 710 on. Mm-hmm. I've only touched over 700 pounds twice on the deadlift. Mm. And it was sumo. I pulled 705 twice. Yeah. Once in a meet, once in training. Sumo. And I fucking deadlifted 710 yesterday. Right. And I mean, towards the lockout, it slowed down. Yeah. I probably could have gotten one more rep, I think. You think? Yeah. There was no hitch. There was no, no stop. Yeah. The lockout was very, very convincing. Yeah. Which then makes me say. Right. So you got a PR conventional. Don't train it. Haven't right. trained it. And pulled once, pulled conventional once before that right. in the last three months. Right. And so there's three things I want to bring up. One, you were able to do a PR conventional deadlift after a ton of leg volume, which in your previous meet, could it have been the squat PR that fucked your sumo PR? Yeah. Could it? Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Let's say that is... A possibility. Right. If you were to switch to conventional, that would allow you to do a lot of quad volume so your squat can continue to go up. Right. And you can still do conventional. Right. Grip is obviously not an issue. The yeah. lockout was very convincing where I'm not saying you need to compete conventional. It's something to think about. Yeah. And it's if, hard not to. If you're you know? going to make that change, it needs to happen now. Yeah. But how much lower back do you need not a whole lot i don't think you need to do a lot of volume no no that's the thing too is because I, i'm beat up from that oh, right? I'm sure. my low back is is sore today and we'll, so you squat monday right yep tomorrow we'll know kind of right what's right. going so, on and there. that's and that's what i'm thinking right because uh, i don't really have a choice i yeah. kind of fucking have to pull at least give it a shot right yeah and at least give it its day in court and the time to do it is at nationals and the time, because you'll be so hyped up and actually give right? it a good shot. And yeah. You'll so, have 14 weeks. But then I also want to say, what was I going to say? Fuck, I just forgot what I was going to And I had nationals. a great point. No, I had a great point of another, a third reason why I wanted to bring it up is, again, with sumo, we don't need more volume because that belt squat is new. Right. And you love the belt squat. Yeah. And this, the safety squat bar is new too. Is new. And... Oh, here's what I was going to say. You were able to pull a PR, so you hit conventional. You, I assume you didn't deadlift that following week at all. You didn't sumo, you didn't anything. Uh, I, I, the reason I have been pulling conventional is because uh, when I pull sumo on Wednesdays, I have an adductor pain that's okay. been coming, coming out of nowhere. And you've been having pec pain, and with the pec pain from previously mm -hmm. i had said maybe it's time to switch to conventional so there's less strain in that pec you can have more on your bench it's an option right but what i was going to say is a lot of high level very large you know three four hundred pound power lifters they only deadlift really heavy every other week yeah is that what you need to do that's Where what i'm trying to that's what i need to figure other out week do you need to go heavy and yep. then the weeks in between do the higher volume stuff yeah yeah do you need more time in between deadlifting sessions yeah for sure there's no way 
There's no way I could pull conventional more than once a week. No, right. There's no way. And could you do it effectively with only seven days rest? I don't think I could go, I could push the intensity. Right. So yeah. do you need a, a every other week intensity? Well, here's the and thing, And every dude, other this week. Is, this is why it doesn't fucking make sense to me, right? Yeah. It's like. This is something you've never really practiced. Exactly, Your dude. technique should be shit. Yeah. And it's still not, gr like my technique isn't great. Right. That's why my lower back is right. sore. So could a, every other week of intensity volume right. pick that technique right up? And like, I don't understand because like, am I going to get out of this being able to do less work on my deadlift and have a bigger deadlift? Well, so. You know what I mean? The reason I love conventional and a lot of people would argue, I feel I can get my legs into it even more than sumo. Yeah. See, my my issue is I think I have, um, and one of my athletes is going through this too. Is like, at the bottom of the deadlift, I cannot achieve a truly neutral spine. I have a little mm -hmm. bit of a little uh, curve lumbar rounding. Mm -hmm. Um. So if I work on my flexibility and my hamstrings, mm -hmm. stuff like that, and if I'm able to get better at conventional deadlifts mm -hmm. than I am right now, because again, I don't do them right. So then I also have this question. So the conventional deadlift is a much more natural position than the sumo. Yeah, yeah. And you're unable to achieve a safe position at the bottom. Right. So there's got to be something going on in your lower body that is preventing you from getting into that position, right? right. So is the sumo deadlift only making matters worse? Because Actually. you keep getting hurt. You have adductor pain. You have right. pec pain. You have right. all this shit. Is it because... You're kind of avoiding the actual problem. Yeah. A hamstring, you know, flexibility issue, or maybe there's something going on in your hips you're not aware of. And could the conventional deadlift, even as a supplementary exercise, fix your body so that even sumo can right. go further? Yeah. Who knows? Man. Or do you need time off from the sumo for just a little bit? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things you can think about because obviously conventional now we can say is on the same level as your sumo. Yeah. So whether you choose conventional or sumo and you go into this meet, yeah. performance-wise, you can assume you're going to hit it's like a relatively level field the now. same number yeah. so it doesn't matter. And this is the chance for you to give conventional an actual shot. Yeah. Which it's, is awesome. It's just that's, stupid. That's less bent over rows that you need to do. Yeah. That's more it's like... It's less back work, period, exactly. I need to do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is Which like, gives you more dude, energy is, in the that's tank. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this doesn't fucking make any sense. If I'm going to be able to do less work... And get a better deadlift? Maybe. You know what I mean? Well, like, so it's not so maybe you need to go through phases of sumo plus a lot of back exercise, accessory, right. and then conventional and well, keep and what going I'm back thinking, and forth. Because proportionate wise, like body proportions, your body is built for both. Right. It can right, do both. Right, right, right. Yep. So it's not like I'm not necessarily Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not built for one over the yeah, other. Yeah, you're not super tall where sumo yeah. is gonna be awesome at where conventional would suck, and you're not very short where conventional is gonna be overpowering your sumo. You're kind of in the middle where it doesn't really matter what you choose. Yeah. But again, maybe six months out of the year you do sumo six and back exercise. Mm -hmm. Six months out of the year you do conventional just to stay healthy and your deadlift obviously will go up. Yeah. I just, even I pulled 705 in the prep for this last meet, at completely peaked. Right. And it was trash. Like it wasn't a, it was like a questionable. Hard like lockout. Yeah. And again, and we, I fucking, we need to throw up your video on the Coach's Club so people yeah, can see the right. 710 deadlift. The lockout was Check out, so... Look at, yeah, just look at my Instagram. Right. The lockout was so obvious. Well, and, and here's the no thing, question. too, is like, I 
have always had a predisposition to have a very strong back. Yeah. Like my back has always been like one of my strongest body parts. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I guess it's maintained that because like it, I was almost, when I hit that, like, of course I was happy because it was an all time PR, but I was kind of fucking pissed. Oh, right. I was just frustrated. I was like, well, what the fuck, man? I pulled 20, 30 pounds less than this Mm -hmm. four weeks ago, completely peaked, rested, ready to go. Not after a big leg day. Yeah. 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 Three days of rest. That's why after I did it, I was like, This makes no sense. And again, we'll find out tomorrow when you squat how you feel. Yeah. yeah. And how viable is it going to be? Right. But it's also not like I'm going to be maxing out. Like if I do do it, I would would do my heavy deadlift day on Wednesday. For sure. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's it's something I need to figure out. Then I would say. But I'm excited to figure it out. This coming week, do we need to make Wednesday a conventional day light? Saturday coming up a sumo day. Then the following week go intense yeah, yeah. on that Wednesday and really go for it or at this point dude you're up for anything yeah and I don't even know if it would be worth my time to like on that Saturday if I I might just do fuck sumo I might just do RDLs you know yeah I was gonna say back accessories yeah just do back and stuff. RDLs would be great for you to yeah. work on st- hamstring flexibility from a absolutely resistance standpoint. absolutely and you're I've been doing your those body I've change. been doing those the past three weeks yeah and I've been pushing those, and I got up to 405 the other week mm-hmm. for, you know, three sets of eight. In a good back alignment, yep. good hamstring stretch. Because if, and this is where it bugs me a lot, static stretching isn't going to do you the can job. You fuck off, yeah. Right. It needs to be under load, under stress to actually right. change your body. Right. So maybe you put Wednesday as your single, conventional day. Or, you know, throw in some single leg RDLs. Throw yeah. In some, single wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Single with or dumbbells. Or some elevated, lighter RDLs too, you know some what I mean? Some stability ball curls, some right. lying leg curls, some GHD work. Yeah. You know? Dude. Some lower body traction. Again, it's one of those things, just like my meat, it was like good, but fucking frustrating. Right. <laughs> the same thing. With, obviously, it's, it's an all-time PR. I'm fucking hyped about it, but I was frustrated because I'm like, okay, well, how do I back engineer this mm-hmm. so that I can figure out why the fuck this happened today and how I can take advantage of this in the future? Right. Well, because I would it, say, didn't, it didn't make sense that it happened that day. Right. I would say you have five or six weeks to play. Yeah. Because then you have eight weeks of, okay, right. shit, I, you know, I need to make a choice. Am I doing sumo or convention? Yeah. Which is nice because then you can actually give it a good shot. Because we can I, change for me, all right of now, your, Right now... I'm like, why Why would I do sumo? Yeah. No, I agree. I 100% agree because that's even more leg volume you're taking away from your potential squat. Yeah. Right? Where you, you need to squat And more. my squat is feeling fucking great right now, yeah. too. And I will... We need to figure out why safety squat bar feels so good. I think it's... So, so a little background... Is it, is it where the bar is positioned or... So the... Or the my issue My issue with the squat is uh my posterior chain again my Mm -hmm. back has always been very strong my posterior chain overpowers my my quads Mm -hmm. so what would happen is during my squat whenever it got heavy or like towards the end of a set my hips would shoot back i would rely on my posterior chain to get Mm -hmm. it up kind of good morning it up my hips would shoot back and then i'd be hunched over and have to good morning it up so one thing that i got much better at during those last four weeks going into my meet 
was rooting my big toe yeah and keeping my knees into the squat mm-hmm. and using my quads yeah. yeah 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 and so that was a huge reason why my squat was so good that day mm-hmm. so that's just a cue thing right but why i've been crushing my quads so much is so that i can th- use your quads use more. them more yeah, right absolutely because obviously my fucking my my posterior chain is pretty strong it's strong enough for yeah, sure yeah. at least for what you're doing right yes. right mm-hmm. and i think my conventional deadlift is just a it goes to show that 100 percent. Right? yeah so that's why i've been crushing my quads with the ssb and the and the yeah. um belt squat and when i do the belt squat you're straight up and down straight up and down uh much a lot of knee travel yeah a lot of knee travel and my hit yeah i'm i'm staying i'm keeping it as much as quad dominant as possible yeah so then I have a few questions. Okay. And you probably know where I'm going with this because Luke talked to you about this. Could you use in, you know, weeks out high bar? Could you benefit from bringing your bar in competition up just a little bit? So the reason I say that right. is the higher the bar, the more you're going to use your quads. So I, yes. So I think that'd be a good training thing. Yes. But again, I'm doing it because my quads are weak right now compared. Right, right. So training-wise, yes, probably. But when I want to put the most weight up, I need my posterior okay. chain in it yes. as well. Right, absolutely. You know, yeah, I would never say compete high bar. Right, right. But I'm just saying could half an inch higher benefit you? Maybe. Right, especially now that... So it's just something to think about because with conventional deadlift, you're certainly going to use your posterior chain more. Yeah, so if I take a little bit less off, yeah, you're not going to have as much right. for your squat because you need it for the conventional right. could bringing the bar up a little. And it's something you do in training. Yeah. Could that put it more into your quads because you're saving it? You're not doing sumo anymore. It's just something to think about. But yeah. in training, I think when you're 20 weeks out, high bar might be fine. Right. And I because it forces you to get your high quads bar. Is, and that's it. I mean, I kind of substitute ssb for high bar yeah, and vice or, versa or and, instead of super low just a little bit higher yeah not right on top of your right, traps right. but not super deep right. somewhere in the middle yeah then you and, get a little bit of a hybrid and yeah so what i'm doing right now is like my emphasis is on my accessories right now yep that's why I like the fridays when i my death day with legs like that's that's like my most important day of the week that's mondays gonna you, i gotta give you shit though is it really death day if you can pull a PR the next day? Uh, apparently not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do we I, need to go well, maybe heavier on your belt thing. squats that's or what thing. the fuck's I, going on? I obviously need, can, I have the capacity to add a little bit more. You, uh, you must. But you again, must. I could not, I could barely walk. Right. So was, so then this is when I say, was it the fact that you had to do 20 that killed you? Could we have done 12 with 15% more weight done more total work and you'd have been fine? Potentially, but right. here, here's where another aspect where we mentioned earlier before we were on air is I've been hitting my protein the last two weeks. That is true. That's been huge, I think, So too. for the listeners, I am a hypocrite. No. My diet. It's not like you're telling people right, 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 to right. do something you're not doing because you understand the importance yeah. and you yeah. quote unquote try. Yeah. So I wouldn't say hypocrite. I would say... Just I not, need to listen to what I... Uh, I don't even know. But anyway. I'm aware of it, yeah. but I just am not doing my damnedest to get it done. Right, right. So for the listeners, and people fucking hate when I say this, 
it's a struggle for me to eat as much as I need to eat to maintain mm-hmm. my weight. Um, I think it's a product of me. I've always had to force feed myself to get, I've ever since I was 12 years old, uh, I was always trying to get bigger, 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 bigger. So right. I've been force feeding myself for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't necessarily like eating. Like right. I don't really, I, well, like, by now you gotta be sick of it. A good meal is good, but like, I'm, I'm fine with not eating. I'll fast for 20 hours easy right. and yeah. not even blink an eye just because like, I just, I don't know. I just don't really, right. I, even when I'm hungry, I'm like, you know, I'm not, I don't really need to eat. You know, it's well, just, and I also have to say it's, you're not 2% body fat. You have a little right, bit of right. reserve Absolutely. Too, so Absolutely. You, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and plus with my work schedule and stuff, sometimes it's tough. But again, this is just me being lazy. I, I'm not prepping food enough right. and all that. Like there's, it's just excuses. Uh, but the prior, last two weeks. prior to the la- prior to the last two weeks, I probably average 160 to 180 grams of protein a day. Right. And for a 230 pound man, that's just barely the minimum. Right. Cause that's, you know, 0.7 grams is the minimum. Right. 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 We'd like it to be 0.9 to one gram per pound of body yep. weight. Yep. Yeah. So I kind of, I finally buckled down talking to, talking to Ben and Neil and I'm like, okay, you know, I got to, cause Ben, what Ben did was he upped his protein even more than it was before because he was kind of doing the same thing. I was not as drastically mm-hmm. low as I was, but he upped his protein to like 250-ish yeah. he was shooting for. And what does he weigh? About 230 as well. The same as me, yeah, yeah so 238-ish. He's finally hitting that a little yeah. over a gram. Right, right. So, and he's like, dude, he's like, I've, and his first week of him doing that, his training was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, might as well give it a shot, you know? And, uh, so then I did, you know, I went, bought ton of ground beef, um, and was getting consistently over 220 grams of protein a day, mm-hmm. which I haven't done in forever. And so that might be another reason why I was able to recover from that Friday workout enough right. to come around the next day and be able to do what I did mm-hmm. and pull that PR. Um, so that's just another factor that plays right. into everything. It's, yeah. And, and that, something we were talking about in the car as well is the reason beef is so good is things people don't understand is there is a difference between beef and chicken because yeah. chicken, there's a reason it's gray. Mm-hmm. All it is is protein and water. I was going to say, that's why that deep red beef, yeah. that's all vitamins and nutrients. Yes. That's, and iron. that's why if you look at like an elk steak, it's like a deep it's purple. It's so beautiful. It's so, it's, and it's just fucking chock I had, full. I had deer meat yesterday. Oh, venison, dude. Oh my God. I was so happy. I was like, this is You feel amazing. like you can feel the difference. Yes. Yeah. It's insane. So again, with beef, there's creatine in it. Yep. There's cholesterol in it. Yep. There's good saturated fats. There's certainly the iron. There's a ton of B vitamins in it. All things you need if you want to perform optimally. Right. Right. So, and all things that I wasn't getting before. Exactly. So now you're taking in enough nutrients that are the building blocks for hormones, that are the building blocks for muscle, that are the building blocks to just retain water in your muscle to stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. You have all of these elements. You're probably sleeping better because of it, too. Yeah. And now you're going into the gym. Of course, you can handle more volume. Right. Your body actually has enough stuff. And something that you and I talked about, so you do a lot of rice and vegetable mm-hmm. and, and beef, 
And I said, hey, it'd be a cool idea because you just do this in a big bowl to add two to three eggs. Yeah. Because there's even more cholesterol. Yep. There's even more saturated fat. Yep. And then the deep yellow of that yolk, the really orangey yellow. Yep. There's so many vitamins and minerals. There's choline in it. There's yeah, brain man. food. Like and, you said, you get to the point you don't you don't need that multivitamin anymore. Exactly. Just even talking about it like that makes me crave eggs yeah. and beef. Yeah. And because there's beef gets such a bad rep because you know it's red meat and you know red meat's so bad for you and you know everything's bad for you. What dude. I will say though is you know what it might be the worst thing for you ever, but nothing makes me feel like I'm thriving better. Right. If it makes me feel good. Right. If if all I did was eat chicken for a week and then switch to beef in. Two hours, yeah. I feel way better. Yeah, there's just something to right. that animal, and pork doesn't give it to me. It's something about beef just makes me feel so. I think the deep red, the red mm -hmm. meats, you know, like like pork and chicken, kind of those white meats. Yeah. They don't, they don't do the same. No, again, it's the blood. That's yeah. why it's red. There's blood in this muscle. Yeah. You're getting blood from an animal that just helps you thrive. It's yeah. just. It makes me so happy to even think about it. It's, yeah. And, and that's I when. Think, and I think it's a game changer, dude. And I think it's overlooked. Well, how good did you feel? So you came over to have steak with me, right? Luke oh, gave yeah. us those steaks. Yeah. And when I showed you those steaks, they were as red as your shirt. Yeah. I mean, like, more red than go. you can just buy in a store. Right. And just the way you had a great squat day after that steak, you said. Yeah, that's right. Right. So you that's definitely right. need yeah. more. Yeah. More moo. And again, life. for me, it's it's literally I just got to buckle down and fucking do it and prepare and stuff like that. And well, now it's one of those things. And right, right, right. Like now that I've seen the results. Now you're motivated. Now I'm motivated yeah. to do it because I see that it's been helping me. Right. And now it gives you that extra little oomph. And you and I have been talking about this since we started the podcast that you just need to get back into it. Yeah. And that'll really help. Yeah. But now you've had this meat. Now you've pulled this PR deadlift. You tied your PR bench. You've gotten a blowout PR on your squat. Yeah. Your total is better. Yeah. Now I would say it's motivation time for national. Exactly. You got 14, 15 weeks. Yep. If you imagine if you eat really well up until that point. That's what I'm saying. You dude. can't you won't leave and anything. And here's the thing the too, table. is I've never done that. Exactly. You know, You've never so even I've though never you, pulled out all the stops to exactly. be the best lifter that I can you, be, which is kind of embarrassing to say, but it's also like if I was able to accomplish what I've accomplished so far, right? I still have more. This is when I say it's the next level. Yeah, where you're now stepping into elite. Yeah, this is what elite athletes do. do. Yep, elite athletes get their food. Elite athletes think about hydration different elements or manipulating such small variables mm -hmm. but if we manipulate 15 little things that do benefit you now we're pulling five percent more right yeah i mean it's you're you're stepping into elite yeah. power lifter now. yeah yeah and I, if i want to truly realize my potential and that's the reason that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why i do this is because and I talked about this in the James Vang podcast is like, for whatever reason, the powers that be have blessed me with this innate ability to fucking move weight. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I owe it to whatever mm -hmm. to give this the best run that I can because mm -hmm. you owe it to your parents. I owe, yeah. I owe it to my fucking DNA because you owe it's it to like your whole, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. You owe it to your ancestors. Right. Because for, for whatever reason they bred in this certain way, 10,000 generations yeah, that somehow made me stronger than the average person. Right. So, and 
smarter. Yeah. So I able need to, to think yeah. about your body better than anybody else. So it would be remiss if I did not give this the best run possible right. and uh, and uh, achieve my biggest potential in this. Right. Whether you know? that's a world record or just a coal record. Right. 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 To me, it doesn't matter as long and and I would and now you know thinking about all this like maybe I was doing the maybe I was slacking on my diet for to have you know a subconscious little cop out you know maybe 100%, I was yeah. maybe it was a little I wanted to give myself an excuse for not being the best that I could have right. been or you know what I mean or so, for being hurt and feeling bad about yourself right and, and right. letting that and now fuck it you yeah. had a the best meat ever after yeah. getting hurt you. After not competing the for a year. The excuses should mean less. Yeah. And I still do think if we switch you to conventional deadlift, you're less likely to re-pull your pack because you pulled it when you were sumo deadlifting both times. Right. I, I truly believe it's going to help prevent you from getting injured. We have to figure out back volume-wise what we got to do with the squat, at least this time through, to give it a shot. Right. And see what and do I've we have never, to do. And I've never given a fair shake. Right. So I've never gave conventional fair shake. Yeah. And like I said, I've, bar I've barely the, trained it. Yeah, if we lot. can figure out your starting position. Yep. And so think of it that way. How many years have you done sumo? Three. Imagine if solid imagine years. if we take those three solid those next three solid years and put it in the conventional. Yeah. Are we going to be able to way surpass? Yeah. We don't know. We got to give it a shot. Well, if it's already there and I haven't fucking trained it, yeah. if it's already better than the three years that I've put into sumo. And it's really cool that all athletes have a bias. Yeah. It's working. Yeah. Why change it? Yeah. You don't know until you have to try something else at whole. Well, and that's shit. why that's why I hate when people freaking talk in absolutes and yeah. close the door on things. Because right. obviously I mean, yeah, I've been training powerlifting for three years and I never really even like I said, I've never given conventional right. a fair shake just because it's like, hey, my, my sumo's good, man. Yeah. I'm good. Why with change sumo. it? Why change it? But conventional could be better. Right. Right. right, which brings me to the point. But there wasn't even an issue with sumo until right. recently. Right. Well, and you've been that's getting when injured it, left well, and right. Well, and that's when it's like, okay, well, maybe I need to think about something right. else. And, and like, if I were, if I were of the mindset to think, fuck conventional, I'm right. sumo till I die, then right. that wouldn't even have been an option. Exactly. In my head. And with you saying you have phantom pains in your upper back, yeah, that tells me that something isn't right. Right. If your posterior chain is extremely strong and it's always what you rely on. You don't ever complain about your grip strength. You've got yeah. leg strength. Yeah. You are built to conventional or at least give it a shot. Right. Right. So again, this thought is what brings me to the point of, for me, in my personal training, it's, I just bought another book. That's right. 588 pages on weightlifting. And I've been reading, this guy lays it out from, here's how I want your stance to be. And he just gives his whole argument and then talks about programming. Mm -hmm. Now I've done this before where I've had other books and they go through right. the same process just to see if I am There's biased. a different, well, and also just to incorporate a different thought process. Exactly. And that way maybe like you can think about it a different way. Yeah. And then it kind of like unlocks another level because yeah. of just this way that you weren't necessarily thinking about it for you personally and right. then for you as a coach. Exactly. Because so, you can pull on other ways to explain it. Because right. you have other sources of information. So I've already learned something from this guy, a cue about how he braces his athletes. Mm -hmm. So I've always thought, you know, I've heard the cues, breathe into your belt. And 
I, I'm, I'm definitely a diaphragmatic breather where you breathe deep into your belly and then into right. your chest and blah, blah, blah. But the way he put it, so you take your breath, mm-hmm. belly first, so start in your nose and blah, blah, blah. Belly first into your lungs, you hold that breath. And for me, I always thought, push into my belt. Yeah. It works for me. Yep. But works, what works better is push your abs down. Hmm. Yeah, so he, he talked about the science behind why he says it this way. Because I'm very, the words you use to yeah. me mean so much. Yeah, same here. So much. So when we do squats especially, there's a lot of compressive forces yep. pushing our spine together, yep. right? Why try to necessarily fight that by pushing outward Okay. when we can compress our organs even in a better way? Because he, he says this all the time. He's like, so many people put such an emphasis in your transverse abdominis mm-hmm. that that needs to be extremely tight. Yeah. He said, if you're pushing your abs down and you're engaging your lower back, you get that circumferential yep. pressure. Yep. And I was doing squats with it the other day. Some of my aches and pains that were bugging me were gone. Really? And, and again, all it was was a cue to me. Instead of pushing out, push my abs down. Huh. It's so strange. Isn't that funny? How it's some, so yeah. strange. And we've talked about that many times. Just like changing the way you think about something can make a big difference. Yeah. But it's so true. Yeah. But the reason I bring that up is you just said, if I were to think to myself, I know how to squat perfectly. Well, obviously I don't. Yeah. Right. Uh, obviously I, I there's stuff I can learn yet. Yeah. Right. There's, that's the that's the thing, man. Is like there's always stuff to get better at, and the and the target moves every once in a while. You know, right. like. Maybe you've been thinking about this cue and it's and it's helped you for so long, mm-hmm. but then you get to a point where it's like, there's more to it, or there's maybe, gotta be, or right, and then maybe you go back to a cue that didn't work for you before, but now it's really working for you now. Yeah, because for you it's the push your toe into the ground. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I've heard in, that for years, right. and it never, I never clicked with me. You never tried it. I did try it, okay. but it just, it just wasn't. I don't know. Like I never, I didn't have that. That uh, I like the cue for you. Keep your knees forward. Yeah. See, Keep I've tried forward. that too. I like that. I've tried that. It helps me when I'm like doing belt squat stuff, but in the in the squat itself, the back squat, I can't think about that. Right. I need to think I'm so anal, and my athletes know this because I'm really on this fucking train right now about foot pressure. Oh, yeah. Staying I've balanced. been riding that so hard with every, front every edge one of, of your them. heel. Yeah. So it's, and it's, but that's everything. Mm-hmm. That's how you literally the pressure on your feet dictate what muscles 100%. activate to move the yeah, weight. Yeah. Your medial quad is your big toe. Yes. Your lateral, uh, the lateral part of your quad is your pinky toe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then everything else in between your rectus femoris, some of your hamstring, that's the front edge of your heel. Exactly. A hundred percent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that can, and that can make a, what would have been an RPE six lift into an RPE eight lift? Yeah, just if your weight shifts a little bit, right. and that's why. Or if you're the type of athlete that puts so much pressure into the big toe mm-hmm. and your heel that you get the valgus knee. Yep. Because you're not grabbing it with the outer part of yep. your. Even though you might have an amazing squat. Yeah. That could be your problem too. Yeah. Is you're just not using your whole foot. Yeah, man. There's so much that goes into it, and I I think. Especially in the squat, the descent is so important mm. because, and, and I agree. Chad Wesley Smith talks about this when you when he kind of he discussed 
uh, the speed of a descent. Yeah. Because you see some people who just fucking dive bomb. Right. They They're trying to catch off. the bounce. Right. And then you see people who take very, go very, very slow Stan on the descent. Stan Yep. Yep. Um, but, and, and he describes it as go as fast as your technique allows. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's, that's how you got to think about it. If you're going down and you, you're not able to keep that, maintain that even pressure on your foot because you're going down too fast and then you bounce out of the hole and your hips shoot back. Like, okay, well you just need to slow down your descent right. and, or maybe we need to throw in some temple squats right. and you need to stop thinking just because I can sit down, stand up means I was successful yes. in my squat. Yeah. You were, but it's not the best most efficient way you could do it right you're lo- leaving so much on the platform yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. boom boom that's Another how we gotta done. end it we gotta okay. end it right there right there hey man i know thank I you for you. having me back on i know the i kicked you off but uh it's, it's good to have you back Fuck dude. yeah hell yeah boom turn your fucking microphone off the coaches collaboration podcast what do you mean you haven't subscribed yet what the hell are you waiting for come on y'all the coaches collaboration podcast is brought to you by salutum health and performance take your full power potential to a new level online at salutumhp.com